Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. trying to be uh, nice to James because <laughs> in the, the morning the loudness this early in the morning is like <laughs> we all you know, know if, so if you watch the game streams you know that I'm already like I have this much energy already okay hold on wait a second because <laughs> when it's con time I'm the one that's up the first and you guys are dragging ass non-stop all morning long and I'm like come on Come it's, sleep, it's, get a bed. it's because Nine I'm dead so until I have my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Like All a right. normal person. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, so had, it's Taco so Tuesday. Zero words in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Taco Tuesday. You know what that means. You are now watching and listening and experiencing distance nerding before lunch. Part of the Comic-Con <laughs> radio podcast family and also part of your brunch. Yeah. Exactly. She's downsizing Kang. It's Frey. He's a full-fledged bonehead. It's Shadu. He's playing it cool about the BCU. It's Jamas 5000. He's gone beyond the Madam Spiderweb. It's Young <laughs> Phil, and we're here <laughs> to nerd, nerd together. together. I mean, uh, together. Wow. Nailed it. Nailed that. Woo. Great. We're we're talking you know, about anything for, for this early. Yeah, not bad. We're talking about anything, pop culture, news, movies, food, music, wrestling, comic cons, uh, French toast, whatever you're nerding out on, we want to talk about it. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Threads, YouTube, Discord, all at Distance Nerding. Uh, and on top of that, if you want to shoot us an email, you want to tell us all the fun, good things about everything that's out there, you can email us at Dist. Where's the snooze button on Young Phil? That's what I want to know. Can I just hit that? You don't want to know. That's the <laughs> it's next to the on button. Oh, which that's is the how you doing, sailor button? Which is which is right next to the prostate. Mm. Ayo. <laughs> and snerding at AOL.com. And we will read your email on the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing on this uh wonderful morning? I'm here. I feel like I'm, I'm doing good. I feel like we need we need like breakfast or something, even though yeah. it's like noon for some of us yeah. out there. That's okay. I totally made pancakes right before this. What? <laughs> you didn't share? <laughs> Absolutely did not. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have now stumbled on the best kept secret on the internet. You are now watching the download. Oh, all right. Good time. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. <laughs> all right. Sorry. You guys I did a lot just, of screaming during that. You guys are um, just not alive at all right now. Excuse me. Can I get <laughs> more syrup for my French toast? Thank you. 
<laughs> I get my brunch. We are everywhere you want to be. Starting rumors. We clobber Kang while texting Spidey and switch directions. <laughs> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, capping it off, we got the download. We take swords, sorcery, road trips, and gun to the next level. Exactly. But of course, before we do all of that, but first, let me get a shout out. Shout out to Poddex. In fact, this episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. If you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster, or maybe a podcaster waiting for your French toast to arrive or looking to grow your audience, get more engagement, level up with Poddex and check out poddex.com. Use code nerding10 for 10% off those Poddex. And I think it's 10% off, 10% off you in the app. Get the app. Get 10% the app. Off. Just download the app. the app. Do it now. Do the app. Do, do it now. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now. I'm conserving my energy. <laughs> Are you you're conserving your energy? Well, you know what I don't do is conserve my energy. You know why? Because young Phil has all the energy to spare. Why? Because young Phil is mainlining that beautiful, Jesus. beautiful dubby. It's <laughs> putting it right in my veins, injecting it right there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dubby is a brand of energy drinks created to help focus concentration reaction time with no jitters or crash. Dubby contains no meltodextrin. Okay. I just didn't scroll Sorry. down far enough. Scroll down. <laughs> scroll down. I was going to say scroll down. Scroll down further. Further. Oh, a little bit more. A little bit. Yeah, nope. Up, too up, too yep. far. Yep. Too up, far. We up got it. All bit, right. A little bit. Dubby contains no meltodextrin, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors or dyes. Dubby contains Neurofactor. It's a neurotropic derived from the coffee fruit. Neurofactor helps give your brain focus and clarity while the 150 milligrams of caffeine and three essential B vitamins help you stay alert and energized. In other words, it makes you young Phil awake. Nobody wants A young Philian. A young Philian. <laughs> but not if the you Nathan. you up young Phil. Not, not of the Nathan variety. I mean, we all wish. You're not in the Nathan branch of the family. Uh, of the Philian family. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not at all. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go to www.w.gg. Use the code NERDING10 to get 10% off your order. It is deliciousness. Uh, guys, I'm bringing it back because I needed my caffeine this morning. I didn't drink. I didn't make any coffee specifically because I figured this is an opportunity for me to make a Debbie concoction. So, uh, oh, because you were too busy right. making pancakes for yourself and not sharing it? Absolutely. That's exactly the reason. So, guys, throw out some flavors. What, I, what, what should I, what, what W should I be drinking this morning? You know, I like the one that's blue raspberries. So okay, let's so just blue raspberries. I got, I got to move. Uh, I got to move. Have, do you have a lazy Susan just for your W? I do. You are so bougie. You've gotten so bougie lately. So, no, it's it's a really energized Sue. Yeah. Yeah, it's no longer lazy. It's energized Susan. Yeah. Uh, it's emerging energized Susan. What uh <laughs> what other flavor should I throw on this, guys? Uh what are the options? I've got push and punch. I've got galaxy grenade. I've Chipotle. got Chipotle. Chipotle. Uh, I've got Dragonade, I've got Calio Queen, and I've got Dev Sludge. Try the, try the Dragon Fruit with the Raspberry. Ooh, okay, so let's go Dragonade. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do it. Yeah. So the flavors I'm, I'm doing here, guys? I'm making him try all this stuff so that I know which ones are good or not. Uh, 
These are all good flavors, right? Dragonade is a dragon fruit uh, strawberry lemonade. Ooh. Uh, and uh, the the other one, the uh, the big energy tears that she had me put in here are um, is a blue raz. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, make sure you head over to w.gg or you can now download the W app and use the code Nerding Ten at checkout when you when you buy your stuff. Uh, all kinds of different fun stuff. Plus, there's a whole bunch of new flavors. They actually just came out with a uh, white gummy bear that I haven't bought yet, so I need to get that one. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, the white gummy bears are pineapple, which makes it even more of a good thing for me because i love pineapple yeah. i love coconut yeah. i know you can't have coconut i'm sorry but you know i uh I, I i love this stuff so uh yeah that's gonna be it guys so let's uh let's go ahead and move on because it is now time for the geek end update geek I know you missed that opening, but I, I haven't done that in a while, James. No, it was the acapella version. I just like how we all just did it. Like, it it was almost like the row, row, row your boat thing. Yeah, see? Because James started it, then Shadu, then I did. It was like we were doing an homage to it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, like, it's, exactly. like, it's like James misses that, but at the same time, if I were to do it, he would freak out. He'd be like, oh my God, just we were do, do one, just do one. I thought it was going to be like a barbershop quartet thing that we're going to do, but... Geekin! 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 Oh, dang! Distance Nerding is on Comic-Con Radio. Listen to Distance Nerding and our second show, A Comic Conversation, via comiccon-radio.com. Look for the Distance Nerding podcast, even this episode. Ooh, we're going to get it up quickly this week. And a new comic conversation each week on comiccon-radio.com slash podcasts. Popping in the chat now. Copy link. <laughs> Tasting. A pasting Boom. of the pasting. You need me to and do it? Oh, shout oh, oh, oh. out, shout out uh, to we, yeah. We, yeah we, <laughs> hey, you <laughs> slow down on the on the copy? <laughs> uh, Shadu, we need you to do all the copy pasta. Do it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Geek Saga. Shout out to Graveyard from Mostly Pot Out at Night. Mostly, who are also on Comic Con Radio. Hold on, I have, I have something for that. Pod. There you go. Hey, Geek Saga, if you want to send us a soundbite of something we can use like that, please do. Yeah, that'd be fun. Same thing with comics, or, you know. Or have us on your show because, you know. He's he's had me on the show. He just hasn't had you I'm on the show. I'm just saying. We're all very needy for attention. So, just saying. I mean, I'm good. Say, Wong, Darren, start a podcast. Bring us on. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be called? Would it be called the Asian non-nerds? Is is that? Whoa! Hey, okay. <laughs> hey, guys, is our net? Seriously, is our next uh, live event Gem State Comic Con? It is Gem State Comic Con. Wow, that's Ooh. April sixth and seventh. Yeah, we're oh. actually about to start uh, start start the campaign on that pretty soon. Oh, that's awesome! Ooh. At I mean, uh, we're at about Expo a month away. in Boise, Idaho. Boise, Boise, the Boise boys. Where's Cam Boise Cam? Boys. I know Cam's Cam's actually in the chat right now. I mean, it's yeah. it's crazy the amount of people that we're gonna be seeing at Gem State Comic Con. Like a uh, uh, big, big, huge monster of a celebrity, Sean Astin is gonna be there. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, it's I mean, gonna be amazing. I'm watching the Color of Magic. Oh yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you guys ever heard of it? Yes. 
No. I haven't seen it. I'm on the third. We're on the third episode, but they're like freaking like movies. Yeah, basically, they're all like movies. But it was actually nominated for a BAFTA. So like, I'm like, this was nominated for a BAFTA. Okay. So. Yeah, and it's anyway it's nuts. Like all the people that were going to be there, Colin Baker, the Sixth Doctor, is going to be there. I'm ex- I'm excited Woo. to talk to him about pantomime. He's very into pantomime. Oh, I love. Oh, we're gonna pantomime together. I haven't done pantomime. Yeah, in I years. think we should. I think we should yeah. figure something out. Uh, like do a a flash mime. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, I like it. Uh, Gigi Edgeley is going to be there from Farscape. A husband's excited about that because he loves Farscape. Uh, I'm a, I'm actually so you know how I get. I told you I have a list of things that I want to watch like in the next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put yeah. far I put the entire show Farscape on there to oh, kind of wow. like revisit that so that I can just kind of like be fresh on it. Um, yeah, I need to like go. I need to go through it again too. So we yeah. may yeah because I haven't watched that since then. Like you know what was it late '90s, early 2000s? Oh, I've watched it since then. But yeah, I, it's I been a while. I haven't it's watched it since it was on sci-fi. So, I mean, like, it's been a while. That's when my love affair with Claudia Black started then. Yeah. Uh, Clem So, who was in Skyfall, Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange. He was in Solo, Jurassic Park, Fantastic Beasts, uh, Black Widow. He's been in all kinds wow. of fucking movies. So That's awesome. I was looking up Clem So. I mm-hmm. think he may be friends with our boy uh, David Chung. Ah, because wish. they're in all the same movies. They are in the same okay, movies together. I have to tell you this though. Did you see that the Barbie stunt team got nominated for a SAG award? Oh, that's awesome! Oh yeah, I know. I was like, Woo. I was like, oh my gosh! You know, if they win, are they going to give something to David? Because that's so cool. Because he was part of the stunt ensemble so, team. So the next time go. David's on the show, we can say award winning. We can say SAG nominated. SAG nominated, David. Or SAG winning, SAG award winning. David Chung. Saggy, David Chung. Saggy. A friend of the show, Brian A. Prince, is going to be there, the predator himself. Super cool dude. Uh, I love him, man. Uh, I can't, I can't, I I know, knowing him and knowing the way it is with Dave and everything, we're going to be having dinner with him again. And I love going out with him because he's like the coolest dude. That's awesome. Um, and then Spencer Wilding, uh, who was hmm. Vader in... Um, like the body. The body of Vader, Vader. in... Uh, uh, in. Oh, why am I forgetting the name of the movie right now? Star Wars? I think they call that body work. He was the body Rogue work. One? Yeah. Uh, Rogue One? Yeah. Oh, Rogue Star One. Rogue One. He's... he's yeah, he's the one from Rogue One. He's the one <laughs> in the scene where he just wrecks everybody. That's Spencer yeah. Wilding. <laughs> That's awesome. If there's any Vader yep. to be, it's that Vader. Yeah. <laughs> At least now. I mean, I, I we, we, we love our Vader, but I mean, still. Yeah, that's true. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that but it's dude... still fun. I mean, like that's so cool that you can have, like, you can meet the people that actually do the the physical work, like, because you get all these voice actors, and then um, it's like you know you don't really get to know the guy behind the body. Yeah, and that you know, out of context, if we did this as a meme, would be very very sexist. <laughs> <laughs> So let's not do that. Yeah. Or let's do it twice. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm then uh, the nerd, uh, well, I guess he would be the second in command, maybe the third in command <laughs> for the nerd of all nerds. My boy Ming Chen is going to be there. Uh, and that's going to be uh, a whole lot of fun. He's actually going to be judging the cosplay contest. Uh, and that's a lot of oh, fun. fun. Ming Chen, uh, we met over at uh, Stockton Con a couple of last year, I think. Um, and well, I, I hope, uh, he's probably not going to remember it, but like, you know, if he remembers the bathroom story, we got to tell that story because oh, it was really funny. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, and then Tony Oliver from Robotech, uh, and, and he's the voice of Rick Hunter, uh, is going to be That's there as so well. Cool. So, I mean, you know, there, there's a whole crap ton of people. Our friend Marie Westbrook, who's actually going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, uh, is oh, going to yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah is going to be on. Um, she's been in all kinds of anime. Uh, late, the latest thing, she was in Edge Runners, um, but mm-hmm. she was also in Jujutsu Kaisen, um, mm-hmm. you know, and a couple of other different things that are out there. So, I mean, like, yeah, she's she's an amazing person. Uh, can't wait to have a more extensive conversation with her um, on on the show. So And you'll get to see me. She, I'm if, actually woo, coming to the show. That's right. Frey's going to be there. <laughs> so I'm awesome. so excited and want to vomit and just, you know, it's <laughs> going to be glorious. It's the fun of being on stage. Uh, you know who else may be there is uh, La Jack may actually be coming now. Yay. So you actually may get to woo. hang out with La Jack. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. Her and awesome. husband can go do like spa things. Yeah, when they don't want to hang out at the show, right? <laughs> right. Go do shots or something. I think I speaking know. of <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the chat, I think Geek Saga Geek Saga plans on going to uh Gem State as well. I don't that's know if you right. guys are flying or driving. What are you doing? Let us know what you're gonna do. I mean, that's but, an even yeah. longer drive than ours because it's yeah, an eight hour right. drive from us for us. That would be like a sixteen hour drive for them. I mean also I, not my I problem. We were all taking a steamboat up in Missouri. <laughs> wow. Anyways, guys, uh, again, there's going to be cosplayers, artists, merch, food, comics, uh, cosplay contests, all kinds of fun stuff. So if you want to find out more, head over to uh, www.gemstatecomiccon.com, get tickets, find all the latest news, and uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks here, we'll have Dave on the show so he can go over everything uh, that's going on. So uh, we'll have have a whole bunch of fun with that. I can't believe it's like, what, a little over a month away? A little over a month. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I so guess all those better start writing those questions then. All those guests <laughs> plus cosplayers plus merch plus food plus you know comics. I think uh, Travis, our boy Travis from WB Collectibles, I think he plans Ooh. on going there too. Yes. Um, it's Ooh. gonna be awesome. And then we, ton of our friends are gonna be there. Shout out to uh, Luis Rivera, who's an artist. Floyd Floyd Sumner, he's a garbage pail kid uh, artist. Uh, Tubi awesome. Darren Darren Uvong will be there too. Another good artist. Oh my god, so many cool people gonna be there. It's gonna <laughs> be a good. Time. It's gonna be so much fun. Let's keep going. You Woo. know what we need to do? We need to talk about some trailers. Ah, uh, uh, let's do the trailer. <laughs> let's not do the voice. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Wow. Lumpy. Uh, you know what? Early day Lump you. is way too sassy for me. <laughs> I just can't do all the voices you guys can do. You know what, James? Lump you, okay? I feel left out. I feel left out. <laughs> You're just mad because you don't have all my lumps. You're just mad because you don't have all my lumps, okay? See, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> I figured. Adventure time. Lumpy you got, space you got lumps? Uh, my lumps are the best lumps in the galaxy. Oh, lunch. What am I going to have for lunch? Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, uh, you're just mad because you're not the lumpy space princess. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, we let's get into this guys. I know. I don't think we can I think we need to stop it now. <laughs> it's now time <laughs> to start some rumors. I don't know where to get in that nose, but I'm not mad if tonight it comes true. Oh, let's start some rumors. I wanna start some rumors with you. With you, with you. I wanna start some rumors with you. 
It's clobbering time. It's clobbering time. Lines. Clobbering (laughs) timelines? There's a new rumor (laughs) making the rounds online regarding Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four. According to the report, the story of the film may end up taking place across two separate timelines. Makes sense. I mean, that that Valentine's Day image was very 1960s-ish. Yeah. Right? Especially Even down to the colors. Like, that's very 1960s. Yeah, kind of soft pastels. It is, like, with the picture behind it of Eben Moss Baccarat. Um, Is that how you say his name? Eben Moss Baccarat? Let's say yes. Okay. Um, those are older astronaut uniforms, maybe like Apollo-ish. So that would be the late 60s, um, maybe early 70s, depending on which Apollo mission he did go on. I'm betting it's one of the later ones, like, you know, after 13. So like 14, 15, 16, 17, or 18. Um, Mm -hmm. so I might know a little too much about the space program. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) But yeah, so looking at that, I was like, okay, I could see it being, you know, early 70s. So either, so I think something's going to happen and they're going to either have been stuck in time um, or stuck like maybe they were in another part of the quantum realm mm-hmm. or something. I mean, they could go back to the quantum realm and, and they have mentioned other realms. So they could yeah. have been stuck in another realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, totally. like. Kurt Busiek's got a lot of opinions on this whole thing on Blue Sky, and so I've, I've, you know, I was like, well, what if they made her tech savvy? Because we were talking about Sue, and he was like, please read the comments about Sue needs to have her own thing. I was like, all right, <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> so. it, it makes sense. Um, considering, well, I mean, let's let's finish the story real quick here, and then we'll get into yeah. Well, later. I mean, that's pretty much it. That it that it's going to have two timelines. I think it's going to be a little captain marvel-y right like it's a little bit of an origin yeah. story yeah, yeah back whenever it is just like how captain marvel had the origin story in the 90s yeah. then then they're going to get thrust into today somehow so i totally agree with frey that could be a quantum realm or stuck somewhere and then yeah. they find they finally find their way out I feel like yeah. what's going to end up happening here is they're already going to be the Fantastic Four. Reed did something that got them caught in a different timeline. Uh, and then, you know, events that happen in, within the movie or uh, within the timelines and everything give them an out to come back to modern times. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, it sounds like you guys, your tacos are on the table. I was going to say my tacos are on the table for yeah, this because too. I feel oh, like it makes sense to... Uh, have something where you know Reed Richards who is supposed to be the smartest man in the world did something that screwed up everything which is also a trait for Reed Richards uh, and got them caught in a different timeline so uh, my uh, burning gummy crunchy stretchy and invisible tacos are on the table So, so you're non-existent tacos. <laughs> yeah, my my tacos that are a pile of invisible ash at the moment are on the table. <laughs> Very good. Oh, also, yeah. spread and around the, the table. <laughs> the Android Human Torch was in the Captain America Museum. So, okay, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. that. And he said, except Herbie's not from the '60s, and that's true. He's not. So it could be a couple of things. Yeah. So let's not. Let's. You know what? Let's let's no longer speculate on that because we've got some other things that we need to talk about. All right, let's do this one last time, but maybe two. Sony (laughs) Pictures Animation Department has been working uh, to bring the Miles Morales Spider-Man saga to a close with Spider-Man 
beyond the spider verse right that's coming when is that coming is that later um, this year later this next year, year. I yeah i think so i thought they yeah. got pushed yeah, yeah, till next year yeah, yeah. Um, did they push it to next year i thought it did i don't remember we'll have to look it up oh, yeah that's right uh sony animation is developing at least two more spider-man animated movies i have mixed feelings about this so yeah real quick talk is on the table where do you think the spider-verse is going after this knowing that the rumor is two more spider-verse movies and do they include miles i am gonna say i would like the third one to be miles and then do one on spider gwen Okay. Yeah. Like her, like what she did when they weren't together. Yeah. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my tacos are on the table for that. My white hood, white, white outer hood with pink inner hood tacos are on the table. <laughs> Uh, yes, my, my tacos that are uh, slathered in webs are on the table. Ew. <laughs> Webby tacos. It's just cheese. Don't worry about it. It's just cheese. Just cheese. Just cheese. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. My tacos yeah, are with on the more table. protein. I, what I think is going to happen is that they're going to uh, branch out and maybe Gwen gets mm -hmm. her own movie yeah. like in her universe or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think they're going to uh, hone in on, on Gwen because really, you know, Spider-Verse has kind of been about Miles. So yeah, yeah. now that we know Miles is going to be hopefully coming to live action, they may switch and turn to, all right, let's feature Gwen. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham Spider would be great. I, would, uh, I love more Spider-Ham because they did do a short. That's the movie that I want to see. Yeah, they did. Well, and they're doing kind of that Spider-Noir movie. Or yes. they've been we talked mm -hmm. about that last talking week. about it. We talked about that last week. Yes, it's, it's going to yes. be great. Uh, okay, so my thoughts on this, and I'm not going to try and go too, too, too extensive on this, but I think tacos on the table, they are going to do this. Do I want it only if they continue the same creative team and they do not become creatively bankrupt? The whole thing with this is they have a story to tell, right? And they're telling it in these three movies. If they, if, if Sony is just like, oh, we want to start forcing more stories out and those stories aren't as good as as the first three, then I don't want it. Um, Sony is realizing that they are not doing well on the movie front, uh, so they're pivoting to the animation because they know they're doing well in the animation. But the thing is, is that if they try and push this and they're just putting out like like movies just because they want money in franchise, but they're not putting out stories that are as good, then that I don't want that at all. You know, I only want I only want more movies or more property from them if it's as good as what they had. I, I want the Pixar treatment on this that they only put out things yeah. that are as good as the one that was before it so except toy story four or five toy, toy story toy story four wasn't a bad movie it was just with toy story we didn't need continuation on that story right See, you know yeah I mean? that's my thing is it's like make it a new toy story yeah make it about a new toys with a new kid right that's yep. yeah why not all right no i totally agree with you on that that's why i was like eh, i want it to be a spider gwen movie you yeah. know which is what yeah. james said yeah. so i think we're all on the same page on this yay yeah. same yeah. page so so that's that's what we'll leave it here is uh is again you know i i i i welcome more stories but only if they're original and good and they're not just telling stories just for the sake of trying to make money exactly you know i really feel like we should stay in the world of spider-man and you know i'm not a big spider person so uh <laughs> that's really what it is the, the, the Go ahead. The <laughs> Madam Web of Intrigue continues talking oh about Spider-Man 4. Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures are apparently at odds over its direction for the highly anticipated sequel. So 
it kind of boils down to like Sony's like, yes, let's do this. Get John Watts again. Let's just keep pumping him out. Like as long as <laughs> we have some kind of spider thing making us money, just do it. Whereas uh, Marvel and Kevin Feige are like, you know what? Like we we really like John Watts. Kind of mm -hmm. want him to do other Marvel franchises or movies. Yeah. Um. But let's bring in. I think the rumor is uh, Drew Goddard is uh, who Kevin Feige's eyeing, and he's done Cabin in the Woods and right. Bad Times at the El Royale. So that's kind of kind of where we are. Where it's like Sony wants John Watts and be like, just be a machine of Spider-Man movies. And uh, Marvel is kind of thinking, hey, let's mix it up a little bit and, yeah. and keep it going. And maybe use John Watts for something else. Yeah. yeah. Tacos on the table. Who do you think will win the director battle for Spider-Man 4? Marvel or Sony? Hmm. Not everybody wants. Slow down. Slow down. Everybody. I said this before and I will say it again. I may have said it in a synopsis, but I mean it. <laughs> Sony just sell Spider-Man back to freaking yeah, Marvel. Absolutely. Yeah. Please, please do. I, I'm... I'm tired of Sony, honestly. Like, w with the way that they kind of go about things, they don't care about the property. They care about the money. Um, and right. the whole thing with them is, okay, so let's let's put the same director on this movie again because we know he's going to make us money. Whereas Feige's like, I care more about the stories, and, and especially with his renewed focus on storytelling. Um, his whole thing is, I want to put John Watts on another property. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, isn't he putting him on Fantastic Four? Like, he's having a focus on that. Right. So like the whole thing is I want to put him on other storytelling and I want to put another director on Spider-Man to kind of spice it up a little bit. I trust Feige more than I trust Amy Pascal. I'm sorry. Amy Pascal has not made any good decisions aside from doing the Spider-Verse movies. And those mm -hmm. Spider-Verse movies weren't probably weren't even her decision. I guarantee you it was just somebody who said, this is going to be a good idea. And she was like, all right, whatever. We need to do something. And she and she greenlit it. I don't mm -hmm. think that she has good decision making when it comes to Spider-Man. Um, I don't think it's mm. something that she she's just like, well, just put Spider-Man in anything. Yeah. And and it's like, no, no, you don't understand yeah. it we've had that for years and years yeah. and years now that the mcu is actually doing superheroes the way they should be done yeah that you have to you have to come up to that level because if you don't people will shun you like yeah. i mean it's yeah that's yeah yeah craven anyway. morbius madam webb obviously now uh her Look, indecision on the spider-man movies and so we love them. but but i mean her indecision on the spider-man movies themselves uh yeah. the only good spider-man movies are the ones that marvel puts out aside again from spider-verse but i think she lucked into that i don't think that, that yeah. was something that she you know made a conscious decision and said this would be a good idea that was something that got she got lucky and and is now rolling with uh, no that's so, the exception to the rule yeah yeah right, so right. i do not think that I, I do not think that she is good for Spider-Man. And I think that she should do the smart thing and just let Feige do his thing because he has not been wrong when it comes to Spider-Man. Yep. No, and it, he knows Spider-Man so well. Like, he knows these characters. That's what we're talking about. You have to know the characters to understand what people right, are doing. So right. This feels like a Kathleen Kennedy, Dave Filoni situation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, hey, just let the content creators that are um tied to this content tied to this ip that know the ip 
let them have their way like phil lord and chris miller like maybe yeah. they should be yeah, uh, yeah. kind of heading up what's happening with spider-man absolutely yeah you know stuff like i love phil lord and chris miller have again have not done anything they have not misstepped when it comes to spider-man and mm -hmm. and i i would give them everything when it comes to spider-man like hey scrap all these shitty wannabe sinister sticks movies that you're doing and let Phil Lord and Chris Miller do whatever they want with this because they have the same amount of care for these characters that uh, that 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 Feige has for, for the characters in the MCU. Or at right. least they're both on the same page or they're all three of them are on the same page. Right. So where are your bitter webbed tacos right now? <laughs> I say in the end, my tacos are with uh, Kevin Feige because in the end, Kevin mm -hmm. Feige is the one that makes the money with all this stuff. And I think that... I think that uh, that she is going to realize, you know what, the the, the money-making decision should go with the guy who continues to make money in these franchises versus yeah. me, who got lucky with two franchises, and one of them is very pan. So, and by that, yeah. I mean Venom. So. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's going to be Feige. Like, you know, always bet on the house, and the, the house is Feige. So... Yeah. There you go. There is a house. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was last week. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> no, my uh, very red shelled, potentially uh, incredibly spicy tacos, slathered in sour cream, uh, are indeed on the table and with Kevin Feige. There you go. <laughs> yep. All right, let's keep it going. All right. So, yeah. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's stay in the, you know, Marvel yes. sphere. So, Avengers movie, Assemble! Except you, Kang, you can um, sit this one out. <laughs> yeah. The next Avengers movie that Marvel is developing is undergoing big changes behind the scenes. According to a report from THR, Marvel Studios is working on rewriting Avengers The Kang Dynasty, which will now either minimize the character or excise him entirely. It's a good, it's a good mm. break. It was I, also I pay to see that, an excise of Kang. <laughs> an excise of Kang. It was also reported that the title of the film, that the title of the film <laughs> will be changed to remove the mention of Kang, who has previously been played in the MCU by Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big move. But what about so who does I can't say the kid's name, but he would be so great as Kang. All right, never mind. The creator of Marvel's Loki series, Michael Waldron, was hired to write Avengers: The King Dynasty as well as Secret Wars. It was also rumored that Sam Raimi was being looked at as a possible director for the two Avengers movies after Destin Daniel Cretton dropped out. Hmm. More on that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who do you want to see as the uh, big bad in the next Avengers? Film? What do you think, Fry? I think it should be. Gosh, I don't know a lot of the big bads in MCU. I like all of the like, like I would say, let's just do Apocalypse, but we don't even have mutants yet. So that's, yeah, not yeah we can't do him yet. Yeah, a yeah. Age of Apocalypse um, would be amazing, but we're not ready for that yet. Yeah, we're not ready for that. Y'all ready for this? No. Dun, dun, dun. Uh <laughs> There, I mean, there are rumors based on what's happening with Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah, that... like Annihilus, and then there's Galactus. Galactus, yeah. And... Galactus is my I vote. really feel like Galactus is, uh, like, the next phase of stuff. Like, not, not, like, the next phase. Like, the, after the phase. Whatever's happening with this. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the next one. I think we have to have Fantastic Four and the mutants established before we do Galactus. Because to me, Galactus is going to be, like, every hero in every part of the world has to come together to get this done and then he'll just burp or something and send himself somewhere else i don't know how are they even gonna do galactus by the way i think they're saying javier bardum 
Bardeen. Maybe, yeah. maybe in the running for Galactus. But how are they going to do Ooh. Galactus? Javier Bardem would be amazing as Galactus, man. He that, would be. That dude yeah. has so much screen presence. It is ridiculous. I would love to see him as Galactus. But uh, he's the size of a planet? Yeah. Yeah. Like a Celestial? Mm. He's bigger than the Celestials. He's actually, like... I think oh. every time he eats a planet, he gets bigger. Yeah, like he, it's, he, like oh. he continues to get big. And he technically that is to a me celestial. When I ate a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 te he technically is a celestial. Uh, so, I mean, when it comes to villains on this, um, I think, honestly, and I've been saying this over the last couple of months here, or not, I guess like the last month or two since this, this news with Jonathan Majors happened, you can recast Kang. Yeah. As much as they don't want to do it, it's, it's already built into the storyline to recast Kang. There are yep. so many good actors that can take over that character. If not, again, Doctor Doom is an ongoing character that makes a lot of sense to bring mm -hmm. into this now uh, i'm over here chatting with um with matthew aguilar in in the chat right now uh mm -hmm. and we're talking about bringing in like uh he was saying apocalypse needs to be redone which i 100 agree with yeah uh, but yeah. he was talking about onslaught and it's like yes onslaught is an amazing villain yeah that you can bring in you can also uh leading up to that you can bring in shadow king and there's a lot of characters you can do on that but mm -hmm. and i was saying the, the mutants are going to usher in a whole new set of villains because you have mm -hmm. Mr. Of, Sinister. I mean, just with yes. the cloning alone. Yes. Mr. Sinister yeah. is another big, huge addition to this. Yeah. There are a lot of villains that you can bring in uh, with the mutants uh, alone. Uh, and a lot of side villains. Like, I, I, I can't wait to see Omega Red on uh, on screen. Like, that's going to be yeah. super the, fun. Oh. Right? All right. Never that mind. is going to be we a gotta lot go. of fun. We got to move. Right. But go. I mean, like, that's yeah, the thing. Is Didn't that, we get Omega Red? Uh, Kind of. We, he was in Deadpool 2, technically, but we, he we wasn't got as Omega, Omega Red. Pink. Yeah, I know, right? Uh. <laughs> Um, Mega chartreuse. But I mean, I, 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 I say that there are a lot of villains you can bring in. There are a lot of things that you can do. Uh, Graveyard in the chat saying you can do Mojo World and do the battle on Mojo World. That's also he something and I we need to do. We are 100% on that if we have to make that goddamn movie ourselves. Yeah, I mean, so, so no. there are a lot of characters you can bring in. Again, in the end, I think that with the way the character is written, with the way that they have uh, already written in variants, it is not hard to recast Kang and make it make no. sense. That is all I'll, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I think I think recasting Kang is probably the, the easiest decision, like the easier of the decisions. But I also think that if you are gonna do another villain, Doctor Doom is Secret Wars. Yes, I mean he is. Yeah. So just go to Doctor Doom, guys. Yes. Come and, on. And they've already again. I'm trying not to drone on this, but they've already said that they have pruned. If, funny enough, I'm gonna use the word pruned, but they've pruned him out of a couple of storylines that were already in this mm -hmm. phase. He was already yeah. he, was, he was a part of uh, uh, Wakanda Black Forever, Panther. right? Yeah. yeah. And Ooh. they and they cut out all of his scenes from Black Panther because Feige was like, we're gonna use him later. So yeah. you can always re-add those scenes or put them in at different points for context. Uh, yeah. which is not right. hard to do in a post-credit scene or to do in a, uh, to bring, they can bring back one shots and do that kind of stuff. So yeah, right. That, that, that's Absolutely. where I'll leave it here. Okay. James, what do you think? I mean, I, I, I want to say Galactus would be a big, big bad and kind of rally the troops, so to speak. But I just don't know how they're going to, how they're going to do it. So I'm kind of on board with recasting Kang. I think that's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. An easier solution and more on on point of where the story was going. Right. Mm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Maybe, maybe they're gonna bring Galactus and be like, "Hey, where's where's my baby my baby Celestial? That why is he sticking out of the, the ocean? <laughs> yeah. my oh. baby?" 
Maybe Galactus and is Pablo, like a baby and, daddy. And pa uh, Pedro Pascal can play both Galactus and Reed Richards, and that he'll be, be the daddy, daddy of the Celestials, and the daddy of our hearts. It's because he's zaddy as it is, right? Uh, right there we go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's time to switch up the news. Switch. Get up. I get it. I see what you're switch, doing. Switch yeah. it up. <laughs> for almost a year now, analysts have been predicting a late 2024 launch for the system, for, for the new Switch system. Uh, but recent Bullshit. reports had suggested the system was given a delay until early 2025. According to the new report from Japanese outlet Nickel, Nintendo's next video game console will be released in March of 2025. Mm. If accurate, that would be almost exactly eight years after the launch of Nintendo Switch, was, which was released on March 3rd of 2017. So this all tracks for like the way Nintendo moves and does their things. According to Nickel, the decision to delay the system was made in order to build up more stock for the systems and prepare against the kind of resellers that plagued the PS5. So we don't want that resell BS uh, that happened with PS5 and, and Xbox, uh, Xbox Series X. Uh, a launch on March 2025 would make sense given comments Shintaro Furukawa uh, previously offered to Nickel last year, the Nintendo president told the outlet that the company plans to continue supporting the current Switch with software through the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2025. So guys, tacos on the table. Uh, will there be, will we be switching it up in 2025? Hmm, I see what you did there. My, um, <laughs> I, I, go ahead. I'm just going to say my ambivalent tacos are nowhere near anything. So <laughs> I have no idea. I don't, I never played Switch the switch or anything so i don't know yeah uh hmm. <laughs> yeah hmm. my sushi very uh that, that seems nice um my <laughs> my uh completely empty taco they're they're just shells um, are like kind of leaning on the edge of the table. Like they, <laughs> they could be off, they could be on, you know. Uh, but Back but really, just like really, right they the they don't care which way they go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they don't care which way they go. God, man. Um, hey, what about my tacos? I was gonna ask you because I haven't given mine yet either, James. Well, what are, what my, are your ideas on my, this? My um unracist uh, <laughs> sushi tacos, fish fish sushi tacos. I guess that is. I don't know why I said that twice. Um, I'm gonna say yes. March next year. Yeah, we've been waiting for this thing. I think I've been asking, you know, you guys for a long time now, and and uh, and Aaron and Aaron in the chat as well. Like, should I get a switch? Should I get a switch? And everybody's been like, just wait for the switch too. And it hasn't come. Yeah, you guys are awful. Yeah, at this. Aaron could have gotten a switch, enjoyed it for years. Yeah, and years. still be waiting on the second one. Yeah, years. Game over. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> game over, man. Game over. Uh, I'm ready to switch this into. Well, the well hold on. So, so my tacos are on the table for this, uh, and I think of um, course they are. Well, uh, so so here's the thing: is because the same thing that Graveyard's saying in the chat, they're two years past their their lifespan. Um, it is something that is kind of needed for for Nintendo. They need to upgrade their system as much as they focus more on gameplay than they do on graphics and things like that. It's just kind of time to kind of move up. 
uh, and and that way they can kind of like join the world with uh, everything that's out there, especially with the rumors that Xbox uh, wants to start porting games onto other consoles and that they are trying to make an effort to make more games available for Nintendo, like Call of Duty is going to be coming to Switch for the first time soon. Uh, that seems like something that that you know insiders are like oh we know nintendo's coming out with a more powerful system pretty soon so we're making games that are going to be able to work with that um i i I think that it's it's just kind of time for nintendo to upgrade their systems uh and it makes a lot of sense so i mean i i I think it's going to happen um especially with like all the all the leaks for like new hardware testing and things like that uh if not this year next year uh i'm sorry if not next year the year after so if not 2025 2026 uh that console will be coming out so yeah but it's coming soon basically it's coming sooner than later so well later would be 2026 yeah but in the in in the timeline of like video game consoles that's that's soon right you know uh you've been talking about getting a switch for seven years now i haven't isn't that crazy Seven years this has been going on. I want to wow. switch. I, I do want to switch. My whole thing is right now, I don't want to buy a switch. And then next month they say, oh, we're coming out with a new one. And it's like, oh, well, now I'm now I've got the old system. Right. Like I would rather. Yeah. Get the new console uh, towards the beginning of its life. Right. Right. Exactly. Just get a switch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also want a PS5. I just can't afford that. So I mean, you, know, you don't want a PS5. You, want, you're a PS5 hater. I no, I want a PS5 because there are certain games that I want to play. Like I want to play Spider-Man. I want to go back and replay all the Uncharted games. I want to go and replay all the God of War games. I haven't played I haven't played any of the Ragnarok games. Uh so Ooh. I want to go and play those games because they all have like ridiculous awards, right? I want to play Helldivers 2 and it's it, that's a PS5 exclusive right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know. So that's that's basically it um you got to get through bluey first before you start talking about these other <laughs> other games and other consoles get we, through the bluey game i, I right? should put a poll up how many how many of you guys want me to play the bluey video game outside of james because we now know james wants me to play i bluey. do i do it's it's um, it's on game pass so there is it like there's a chance because it's free i can go and play that i'll make yeah, my free just, kids just vote do it, do it, do it, do it. yeah uh do it. <laughs> Uh, so let's, uh, let God say Wong raised his hand. Uh, say, uh, <laughs> I was just about to talk smack and then I realized, oh wait, no, say Wong is in the game streams. <laughs> yeah, he's in the, he's a, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you got to watch the game scale. streams. It's like, no, wait, he is in the game streams. <laughs> That's why he and I get along so well. Yeah. And he's in there talking smack the whole time. It's great. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's it for the rumors. Uh, it is now time for news. Let's jump into jump, 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 jump up, jump up and get down. Uh, let's jump right into the download because it is time to talk about the news. Are you are you not under budgets? The budget for director Ridley Scott's upcoming historical epic Gladiator 2 ended up going wildly over budget. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the initial budget was $165 million, um, but it has ballooned to over $310 million. That's like not over budget. That's like double budget. That's double the budget. That's intense. That's when it you order a Big Mac is. and you're like double the Big Mac and they give you two extra patties. You're like a double Big Mac. No reference. Yeah, that's like that. Yeah, that's a deep talk cut. About it. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for a laugh track or something. No. Uh, oh, the hold on. You, want, you want a laugh track? I've got. There were. 
<laughs> All right, go ahead, man. <laughs> now it feels like you're laughing at me. Not with you. Uh, I mean, we're always laughing at you. Points out. <laughs> the report also points out that accidents on set and complaints about animal abuse. Oh, that's not good. PETA sent an open letter to Scott in the summer that was filled with whistleblower reports about horses and monkeys. Horses and monkeys being abused oh, on the set. What is this? Planet of the Apes reports <laughs> that sources close to the production deny, noting that the Humane Society was on set during filming. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Gladiator 2 is set to return to the Coliseum and theaters November 22nd, 2024. Uh, Are we, we're still interested in Gladiator, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I'm not really, but that's just because the first time I saw Gladiator was in this huge movie theater, and I had the worst migraine. <laughs> oh, man. I'm interested in seeing the story go on because I want to see what happens with, with his nephew. So. I want to see what happens with the, the mad monkeys. That's what I'm I want to see what happens with the scantily clad men like Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is, hey, that is what Pascal's in this, too? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's Holy in it. Like, cow. there's so many people in Scantily it. Scantily clad, hairy men. Yeah. Scantily clad, hairy men. Absolutely. Too scantily clad, uh, well, men. well, pivoting to men who are not scantily clad and hairy. Uh, <laughs> That's a. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, how about we talk about some Kang versus Naruto? Because we know who wins. One of the most popular mangas of all time, Naruto, is getting a feature film a film adaptation, and the movie will be written and directed by none other than Destin Daniel Cretton who co-wrote and directed the Marvel Studios Shang-Chi and, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm. This must be one of the reasons why he dropped out of the direct of directing the Avengers of the Kang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Naruto mm-hmm. is set up at Lionsgate, and you can bet they won't. They want to turn the thing into a massive franchise, just like Man, the anime. IP wars are starting, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. If they do it right, they can do it. So we do have mm-hmm. a synopsis here. Uh, if anybody wants to start me off, I have a. We have a Naruto Ninja World Opsis. Then young Phil, you look. You think of a better synopsis. Synopsis. This this was going in the direction of something good until you did that. So. Um, <laughs> Naruto Ninja World Opsis. Then young Phil, you think of a better synopsis. 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 <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Naruto was created by Masashi yeah. Kishimoto. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a captivating story set in the world where ninjas wield extraordinary powers. At its heart is Naruto Uzumaki, uh, a spirited and determined young ninja ostracized by his village due to the presence of a malevolent fox spirit within him. Determined to prove his worth and fulfill his dream of becoming the world's strongest ninja, uh, Naruto embarks on a journey of self-discovery, friendship, and redemption. Along the way, he forms Bonds with fellow ninjas like Sasuke Uchiha and Sakura uh, Haruno, facing formidable adversaries, uh, uncovering dark secrets, and ultimately striving to bring peace to the ninja world. The ninja world. Isn't Sakura, isn't that what they call cherry blossoms? I believe so. Sakura's a... That's uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. No date yet set for the film, but I know I'm excited for this. So I'm excited to see something. I'm excited to see how they adapt it, where they adapt it, and... and, and how they do the storytelling because this anime is And who's going to be in it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know they well, can do this in live action because whenever I see kids, like when I'm dropping off my kids at school and kids are on the playground running, everybody's <laughs> running with their arms behind them. I'm like, what? Are, what is going on? <laughs> They're doing the Naruto run. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's from it, yeah, Naruto. Yeah. Ugh. 
I even when I coached uh junior giants last year, there were kids running the bases with this Naruto. Doing the Naruto run, run with their arms behind them. <laughs> yeah. like, you're not it's not making you faster, bro. Yeah. Right. Oh god, that is funny. All it's doing is like stretching a different part of your arm. Yeah. Right. So but you whatever. know, you know, I'm sorry, but I want to get back into the IP stuff, right? Right? right. So we've got the MCU, we've got the DCU, now the BCU, and then of course the IBS. According to Gearbox <laughs> founder and Randy Pitchford, director Eli Roth's Borderlands movie is the first entry in the Borderlands cinematic universe. Of course. Eli Roth. Yeah. It's in, it's in the game. Y'all. Uh, during an interview with IGN, uh, Pitchford said, I want to say Pitchfork. I'm so sorry <laughs> if I say that, Randy. All right. Said one of the cool things about the movie is we've created a cinematic universe that lives side by side with the video game universe. And of course, the characters are there and authentic in the themes and even some of the storylines. But they're independent storylines. All right. And we have a synopsis. We have a Border Opsis Lance Synopsis. Border Opsis Lance Synopsis. Synopsis. <laughs> Lilith, an infamous outlaw with a mysterious past, reluctantly returns to her home planet of Pandora to find the missing daughter of the universe's most powerful SOB and also get some good music while she's there. <laughs> Atlas. Uh, so Atlas is the guy i guess he's the powerful sob yeah anyway uh lilith forms an alliance with an unexpected team these unlikely heroes must battle alien monsters and dangerous bandits to find and protect the missing girl who may hold the key to un unimaginable power the fate of the universe could be in their hands but they'll be fighting for something more each other oh the movie stars kate blanchett as lilith jamie lee curtis as tanis kevin hart as roland jack black's character is claptrap ariana greenblatt as tiny tina and bobby lee i thought that was bobby lee in the trailer yeah. that looked like bobby lee <laughs> i did see him yeah it uh, Borderlands will be released in theaters on August 9th, 2024. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Cool. I All think right. it's going to be fun. We yeah, talked about it, it earlier, so I don't know if we need to yeah. no, really yeah. get yeah. too into it. But I, I think have a it's question for young Phil. Like, yeah. Is, is there enough Borderlands content story? Oh, yeah. To evolve it into this universe? Absolutely. Uh, there are three games plus the Telltale stories. Uh, oh. There are characters that you can expand on. You can go into Roland's past. You can go into... Uh, God, there's so many, so many different characters that you can explore within Borderlands. Uh, same thing, uh, Handsome Jack, who is the villain from um, from like the mm -hmm. second game on. Uh, they mm -hmm. just did an origin story on him, but I mean, like you can tell an entire story about Handsome some jack and you know kind of all that like there's so much that you can do within the borderlands universe plus you can tell new stories with new characters and stuff like that um you can introduce new characters there's it, the universe is really big so there's a lot yeah. you can do within within borderlands got it awesome and Shadu got to see Ariana Greenblatt for a little bit longer on the screen. <laughs> Shadu's obvious, uh, obvious crush. God damn it. What did I do? You can do the next uh, news story. That's what you can do. <laughs> Holy yabba dabba do, Bat Dino. What, oh, yeah. what is happening? 
DC Studios is developing a wild new animated film based on the DC comic series Jurassic League. The six, oh, okay. the limited six issue comic series was released in 2022. And the film that it's based on will be set on a prehistoric version of Earth that sees heroes and villains as dinosaurs. DC Studios CEO James Gunn is producing and Brian Lynch is writing the script. Not much is known yet about the project, which does not have an official title. When I saw the artwork from it, I'm like, and I didn't know it was DC at first. I'm like, is this a Ninja Turtle thing? It like, looks like Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it was very Ninja Turtles-ish. Even like the poses were very Ninja Turtle-y. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, that's a that's a bat symbol. And he, oh, he's got a he's got a cowl on. I'm like, oh, this is this is not Ninja Turtles. This is Batman. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So uh we have a synopsis here. The DC Dino JLA Opsis making it a movie synopsis. DC Dino JLA Opsis making it a movie synopsis. Synopsis. You know the story. An infant escapes from the destruction of its home planet and is deposited on Earth to be raised by human parents. A goddess from a lost city defends the truth. A Tyrannosaurus Rex dons the visage of a bat to strike fear into evil jurors' hearts. This heroic trinity, alongside a league of other superpowered dinosaurs, throwing forces to save a prehistoric Earth from the center machinations of Darkseid. Wait, Dark what? Side. Okay, maybe you don't know this story. So join us and bear witness to a brand new, yet older than time adventure, and experience the Justice League as you have never seen them before. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Tale as old as prehistoric times. Prehistoric <laughs> times. I mean, Tyrannosaurus Rexes had long tails to keep them balanced, right? Yeah. <laughs> are we are we jumping the shark here on JLA or uh, DC no. movies? No. Are we, are we jumping the megalodon here? Yeah, we're jumping. Are we jumping the megalodon? We're jumping the croc because remember, crocs are still dinosaurs that are still alive. Mm. <laughs> Look, James Gunn loves Look. the irreverent and weird, so I think we're good. <laughs> I have I some have some thoughts. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll I will try not to to make this too long. Um, we we did remove uh, this was this was previously on here what dinosaurs everybody was supposed to be. Uh, I disagree with the majority of the choices. Um, the dinosaurs. Yes, simply because <laughs> it is the most surface level. Yeah, it's pretty shallow. It is like you watch Jurassic Park and then we're like, what if Batman was a T Rex though? It's like I I don't even um remember where it was but yeah so uh let's see batman so, was like an allosaurus and right. batman was an allosaurus uh let's see it should say wonder superman. woman yeah, okay. was a triceratops so, yeah. superman is a is a brachiosaurus what why <laughs> why yeah okay batman's an allosaurus am I, wait am i, I supposed to know what a brachiosaurus that? is um, long neck. It's a long neck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently, yeah, put the whole it in... Allosaurus thing was uh, for Batman was because they're uh, not T Rexes and they're just basic, but they also have little horns. And I'm like, if you're going for the little horns, go with a Carnotaurus. Okay. And then Wonder Woman <laughs> is a Triceratops. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I feel like she should have been like a Diplodocus or something because they have the whip tail, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, We have Joker as a Dilophosaurus. That doesn't make any sense at all. It's like you, you find a trickster dinosaur. So Something like that, you know. Two Face just... should have been the Lophosaurus with the acid. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> See, that's a better choice. This is what I'm saying. I'm just saying it doesn't make any. Um. Anyway, so. Uh... It is it is very ridiculous, uh, yeah. and also the most the the most uh, uh, ridiculous nonsensical thing is look how long those arms are. It's definitely not a T Rex. No, well, <laughs> and, and Allosaurus did not have long arms either. 
So oh, I cannot wait to get more artwork or a trailer from this, just so I can keep triggering Shadu. <laughs> Look, I have a That's lot awesome. of fandoms, and one of them is my old childhood obsession with dinosaurs. Oh, we know. We know. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely know. This is this this was meant to trigger trigger you. Uh, so is there a release date for this? Yes, there there is no release date. There is no release date for this movie yet, uh, except we do expect it will be about sixty five million years from now. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Uh? yeah. Well, let's let's stick within the DC universe here, guys. Oh, do you guys want me to do this one? Sure. Uh, I'll do it. Harbingers. That's never <laughs> a good sign. Warner Brothers Discovery Home Entertainment has announced the release dates of for DC Animation's Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 2. The sequel will be available oh. to rent or buy on digital platforms starting April 23rd. Two shades of blue. On that same day. It will also be available to buy on 4K UHD in limited edition from Steelbook packaging and Blu-ray. The physical release of the film will also include bonus features. Mm. We do have a uh, synopsis as well. Okay. The Supergirl Can't Diopsis. Why you gotta do that to Clark synopsis? <laughs> <laughs> Supergirl can't die, Opsis. Why you gotta do that to Clark? Synopsis! Synopsis! An endless army of shadow demons bent on the destruction of all reality swarms over our world and all parallel Earths. The only thing opposing them is the mightiest team of metahumans ever assembled. But not even the combined power of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and all their fellow superheroes can slow down the onslaught of this invincible horde. What mysterious force is driving them? And how long and how do the long-buried secrets of the Monitor and Supergirl threaten to crush our last defense? Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 2 will be available to rent or buy on digital platforms starting April 23rd. I'm interested in these. I want to watch these, but like, isn't there going to be like three parts to this um, movie? Yeah. It's a long story. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm waiting until the third one, and then I want to binge them all. So so, so nobody's seen the first one yet? Mm -mm, Not yet. Have you? I haven't. Oh, okay. I didn't even know the first one was out. I loved... Like that's probably one of my favorite DC like crossovers. Yeah, that's that's, and it really kind of started the mega crossovers. Yeah, because Crisis on Infinite Earths is the first time they tried to uh, consolidate the universe, right? <laughs> yeah, to reboot, basically mm-hmm. unplug it and plug it back in, reboot right. the whole system. So, <laughs> which now they do every couple of years. So I mean, like, twice uh, Thanos in the background, <laughs> Watson in the chat. Why is why is Thanos in the background? It's <laughs> I it's now I can't I can't unsee it. All I yeah. see is like it's Josh Brolin. Yeah, I know. I know it does look just like him it's a- <laughs> with a with a beard, and it's like I mean that could be Mongol the Conqueror. No, it's the Monitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look at look at Batgirl's pose. Look out, it's Thanos. <laughs> he said, "No, that's Thanos." <laughs> Go for the head. <laughs> you should have gone for the She's head. All, ah, ah, ah. all he got is a batarang. <laughs> You should have gone for the head. Uh, so to continue on here, uh, it's James Gunn's universe. We're just living in it. Mm. This would work. There you go. <laughs> uh, the logo being used for James Gunn's Superman legacy has been revealed thanks to a photo posted by Isabella Merced. She shared the photo on social media, and it resembles the logo used for Kingdom Come Superman. This is just the logo, so no going nuts, and there are a lot of Superman logos. To choose from. Oh, it's hilarious. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it could be nothing but one thing we know for a fact is that the film will skip 
their origin story for Superman and dive right into the meat of the story. Superman, Le- uh, so so Superman Legacy is scheduled for a theatrical release on July 11th, 2025. Um, what do you guys think of it being based on Superman Legacy? King Kingdom Come. Kingdom oh, sorry, uh, uh, sorry, Kingdom Come. Yes, I don't think well, it's going to be based on Kingdom Come. Yeah. I don't even think that's the logo. There are so many Superman logos out there. Yeah. He probably they probably just picked it for the table read because uh, one of the other people that was there, the one that's playing Eve Tessmacher, who was mm-hmm. that again? Tessmacher, Tessmacher. Uh, Jesus, she's in there somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, um, she had the had her thing and it had it like blue behind it. So I wonder if they did like a red, white, and blue theme. I could totally see that but yeah i mean i get it well i know they've yeah. been talking about how when they redid this they wanted superman to have a, the kingdom come logo this could be that they're going to the origin of that character and in the future at some point we do get that version of kingdom come which was a slightly more brutal superman so i mean like yeah, and I I really liked that series. Was that was Mark Wade and yes. Alex Ross, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it it was beautiful and really cool. Like but Guy Gardner having the bar and stuff. That was kind of like uh, hard rock, old school hard rock, but for superheroes. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was an old older. <laughs> Superman though right and that's why I'm saying like you know what if this is something that's more in the earlier version of that version of Superman just because yeah we haven't gotten very many stories that are connected to Kingdom Come that's true and they could instead of doing the black behind it they could do the gold behind it right and that if they do if that's the far flung yeah uh, journey then they that w- it would be easier to change it and it would be a lot more dramatic like oh oh they're just using that as a you know and people will be like oh they're just using that as like a you know a start off point for it everybody has to have a new superman logo you know, kind yeah. of thing and i know a lot of people right. have 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 like said in the past that they would like more exploration into kingdom come superman and and dc hasn't really put very many stories out there so i think that might be where they're going on this well especially with the elseworld stuff yeah i mean they could have that be the main logo but do kingdom come as elseworlds so that it gives us a little bit of a oh hey what maybe it's not elseworlds maybe it is elseworlds so right anyway anyway i want to talk about cameron's dad's 1961 ferrari 250 gt california spider rest in peace is I'm so disappointed in Cameron. Right? Paramount is working on a spinoff movie uh, titled Sam and Victor's Day Off, and it's based on the characters from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the two uh, parking attendants that said they'd take care of Cameron's dad's car. Uh, So uh, it's kind of there, like what they did with that car on the day (laughs) is what we're getting. (laughs) And it's being produced by the Cobra Kai creator, uh, John Hurwitz, uh, the creator's uh, John Hurwitz, Hayden Schlossberg, and Josh Heedle, Heddle, Heald, Heald. Writer uh, Bill Posley is handling the script. David David Katzenberg, uh, producer on the Goldbergs, It, and Beetlejuice, or Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, uh, has been tapped to direct the film. So, and I mean, obviously, it's still in like early stages. So there's no like, oh, is it going to be in theaters soon? No, probably not. We're going to wait on this one. For right, because he's still working on Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice right now. So I. I yeah. Yeah. that he's mm-hmm. gonna jump right into this but they're probably in yeah. the script writing um process and everything so 
Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, as long as they tell the story right, I, I don't mind it. As long as it's not something that interferes with the events of Ferris Bueller. So yeah, um, I think it. I think the beginning is some kid who you see the back of his head in the Ferris Bueller outfit and the Cameron outfit and the um, uh, who did she play the girl uh, Sloan. Uh, they're, they're them walking away and then you see these guys just go on their day off and then they come back uh, before right. I had they, you know they get, such, they get back I had such a crush on Sloan oh my goodness I'm sure anybody who watched that movie back in the day did or Legend she was in Legend she was in Legend? Oh. Yeah, she was in Legend. Uh, but yeah, so I know a little bit yeah. too much about it. I don't know if uh, I need this movie, but it sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be a fun I, movie. I just don't want it to be like, and this is going to be, uh, I don't want it to be a like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern situation. Oh, well. Hmm. You know? I mean, but Tim Roth was in Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. So. If and they, I, I, Stopper did the play. And that's what I we call a callback, it. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> If this movie adds Ariana Greenblatt, then should use him. I'm in. Oh, he's playing Sloan. <laughs> I'm in then. Yeah. That'd be so good. That'd be so good. All right. Uh, let's keep going. Happy Level Up Day, Sport. Prime Video has announced that The Boys Season 4 is set to premiere this summer on June 13th, 2024. Finally, we get a date. The news was announced with a poster in the celebration of Homelander's birthday. Oh, my God. Did he have a birthday? Wasn't he, like, created well, out of a yes, test Yes, he, he, he's born. He's I guess. alive. He I has guess. a day of birth. Name day? Would name day be better? Yeah. The diabolical... Gotcha day. There you go. The diabolical eighth eight episode season will drop three episodes on June 13th, followed by a new episode each week, ending with a season finale on Thursday, July 18th. Also, Jamez 5000's birthday. Please Woo! start buying gifts now. The series was also <laughs> recently renewed for season five. Awesome. All right. I do have a in a world full of Homelander's Opsis, be the butcher's synopsis. In a world full of Homelander's Opsis, be the butcher's synopsis. Synopsis. The world is on the brink. Victoria Newman is closer than ever to the Oval Office and under the muscly thumb of Homelander, who is consolidating his power. Butcher, with only months to live, has lost Becca's son as well as as well as his job as the boys' leader. The rest of the team are fed up with his lies. With the stakes higher than ever, they have to find a way to work together and save the world before it's too late. Huh, okay. So this season, um, we're getting the cast back, but we're also getting Susan Hayward, Valerie Curry, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is being added to the series. Oh, and he's playing um, the son, one of the illegitimate sons of his son from Supernatural, Jensen Eccles' character. Oh, okay. So he's playing... No, he's... I have no idea. I just made that up right on the spot right okay. now. It would be amazing if that happened that would and be that dope would totally be something that eric kripke would do yeah i mean that would be dope if he was one of uh, uh soldier boy's kids i think he actually <laughs> might him. be a friend of butchers like uh, like a comrade or something i can't remember who he's playing um i don't i don't like store all of the boys comic book stuff in my brain like i do everything else <laughs> i love the boys 
Yeah. Uh, My, but the only the, the only thing, and I, again, I'm not going to expand on this, but I can say this now. And the boys love you, James. I, I can say this. I can say this now, based on the events of last season. But uh, there's only one storyline that I wish they would have stuck to the comics with, uh, and that was when they revealed who. Um, who Black Noir was. Mm. Uh, in yeah, the comics, that was, oh man. It was such a reveal in the comic, but w- Black Noir was a failed clone of Homelander and he didn't know it. Uh, mm. And um, and basically whenever Homelander would go out and do like like graciously good things, it was always Black Noir doing it because they didn't know that, like basically Homelander's a, a sociopath, so Black Noir would go out and do the good things that made him seem like he was a better person. Oh, mm. that would have been a nice little time. Yeah. Uh, you I can call catch- that the Game of Thrones syndrome. Yeah, there you go. You can catch up on all the first three seasons of The Boys as well as Gen V now on Prime Video. All right. Girl. Who's, who's got a little ballerina in them? Uh, you know what? I have a little bit of uh, ballerina I knew it. in me. I knew it. I do. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I do. I've I'm seen the toe shoes. shoes. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a dancer. Uh, and, uh, and, and not soon enough news. <laughs> The John Wick spinoff from ballerina, uh, film Ballerina was supposed to be released this summer, but Lionsgate just pushed the release date back an entire year. What? Ballerina was originally set to dance its way into theaters on June 7th, 2024, but now it won't be released until June 6th of 2025. Apparently, the reason for the push is for the creative team to amp up the action scenes in the movie, meaning that yeah. there wasn't enough action in the damn movie. <laughs> corporate, corporate, corporate. Uh, which is like, can you not have enough action in a in a John Wick movie? Like, the movie is 90% action. Right. Right? Well, maybe this one wasn't, because yeah. it's like, only it's John Wick adjacent. Yeah, so they're just like we want to do more storytelling, and they're like we maybe don't want it's more, more brutal, and it was more like you know we're gonna beat the crap out of her all the time because John Wick does get his ass kicked too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, deadline shared. The move comes as John Wick architect Chad Stalsky has has inked a new deal with Lionsgate to oversee the franchise. He's working with ballerina director Len Wiseman in a, on additional action sequences for the movie to amp it up even more than it is. So they're just trying to take it to the next level, which is already impossible for a John Wick movie. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, it, kind of, it does kind of scare me that they want to kind of like go over yeah. the top with this. Because uh, they're, they're, John Wick has has made new highs for crazy assassin movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're just trying to overdo that. And it's like, don't just make it live in the universe. You don't have to outdo John Wick. Right. And also, I make it, make it based on the character. Oh, like yeah. the reason John Wick does the things that John Wick does is because that's who he is. He's Baba Yaga. Yes. So right. you, we need the ballerina needs to be something a little bit different. So it can live in that world and have the, you know, gritty action sequences, but she needs to stand out on her own. Right. So. Right. So Anna de Armas stars in the film joined by Angelica Houston, Ian McShane, uh, and Keanu Reeves, which excites me that Angelica Houston is going to be in this. Uh, the story focuses on a young female assassin who seeks revenge against the people who killed her family McShane talked about the movie saying this is this one is set between John Wick 3 and John Wick 4 because Keanu is in it too if you don't know the events of John Wick 4 uh then then go watch Spoiler John Wick 4 alert. uh then go watch John Wick 4 you didn't want to, uh, to set it after John Wick 4 because then you have social media saying oh so he's still alive <laughs> spoiler alert uh what's he gonna do 
do next time, is there a John Wick 5? Uh, this way you can still keep up with the pretense and there might not be, uh, might not be a John Wick 5. Uh, he what's went on the other, what's the other show that's connected to, um, John Wick? Continental? The Continental, that... yeah. Which takes place in the yet? 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's supposed to be, uh, based on Lance Reddick's character. Mm. Gotcha. Right. Um, is, he went on the set. out? Uh, I, I don't think it is. I think it's going to be on Paramount Plus, though. Uh, he went on to say, this time we're protecting Anna de Armas, and I had my great friend, Mr. Lance Reddick. Uh, God bless you, Lance. He passed away last year. Lance and I bring out bring our usual protection towards Mr. Armas and director Len Wiseman. I found uh, a delight to work for. Again, we worked out the script beforehand, so there was no wasted time. Well, let's add this to your list. So the Continental... <laughs> Is it out? <laughs> Came out September 22nd, 2023. Okay, so it was already out. Uh, oh, right here. So um, Watson is in the chat right now, and he said uh, Continental wasn't that great. It was a story of Winston's rise. So I, I, I know so that, that's, that's what it was. It was Winston's rise, but this is also, uh, it, it introduces a young version of Lance Reddick's character as well. Gotcha. All right, let's keep sure. going. Woo. Got a couple more stories, I think. All yeah. right. So uh, the next story that we have going on here, let's keep it going. Uh, in Let's Go to the Mall news, <laughs> Bo DeMaio, the head writer of X-Men 97, has shared some info on what to expect from the upcoming Disney Plus series on Instagram. DeMaio confirmed that X-Men 97 will not be a part of the MCU. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, we are our own thing, he said, making it very clear that the series is not part of the interconnected stories of the MCU. I'm my own thing, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my own thing, man. Uh, so we have a, or uh, if you got somebody wants to introduce this for me. Shoulder pad opsis Y2K hysteria synopsis. We got a shoulder pad opsis Y2K hysteria synopsis. Synopsis. X-Men 97 revisits the iconic era of the 1990s as the X-Men, a band of mutants who use their uncanny gifts to protect the world that hates and fears them, are challenged like never before, forced to face a dangerous and unexpected new future. The series brings back the original voice cast, including Ray Chase's Cyclops. Sorry, Ray Chase is a new actor playing Cyclops because the original actor passed away. Rest in peace. Jennifer Hale as Jean Grey, uh, Allison Seeley Smith as Storm, Cal Dodd as Wolverine, huge deal. J.P. Carlack as Morph, uh, Lenore Zahn as Rogue, uh, George George Buza as Beast, A.J. Locasico as Gambit, Holly Chow as Jubilee, Isaac Robinson Smith as Bishop, Matthew Watterson as Magneto, and Adrian Ho as Nightcrawler. Uh, the show begins streaming on Disney Plus on March 20th, and I could not be more excited to watch this. Yeah, I'm interested. Give me, I'm happy. Give me this. this reminds me of uh uh the he-man or the masters of the universe thing that kevin smith has done is where he's taken like something we loved as kids and like hey let's continue it but probably make the storylines a little bit more mature yeah you know and hopefully the animations look better uh if you've seen the animation on this because we I, we did a trailer reaction on this uh the yeah, animation looks great it does look great yeah. I, yeah. I mean i do yeah i'm just saying like you know better animation yeah yeah, yeah. All right. In no romance, only justice news. 
Lionsgate has announced a release date. Oh my gosh, a release date for the Crow reboot and the people involved in the production had some words for the fans on the original film. Charlotte Co, executive VP acquisitions and co-productions. Your title's too long. We appreciate what the Crow character and original movie means to legions of fans and believe the new film will offer audiences an authentic and visceral reinterpretation of its emotional power and mythology to work with a creator creative team led by Rupert's unparalleled vision style and storytelling with a producing team who have made some of the most popular and impactful films of the last several decades is a true privilege. All right. Everybody's like, everybody really likes to tiptoe around this whole crow reboot thing. Yeah. People are very sensitive. Cause you don't want to ruin it. this though. Cause at the same time, it's like, you know, know. this also messes with Brandon Lee's reg legacy. So it's like, mm -hmm. I loved the original movie. Yeah. I loved it when it came out. So I <laughs> have an affinity for the crow. I, I just thought, it. and I have met uh, James Obar. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I, I'm tangentially, you know, uh, for this. So I do like it. I, I think that it's nice that they are saying, Hey guys, we know that this is a big deal. The fandom, mm -hmm. it might be small, but they are mighty. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They really like are pretty rapid. So, they, they are. um, but yeah, I just think that that's it. And yeah. And like, because of the crow, we have less accidents on film sets and because mm -hmm. they said, Hey, we need yeah, to re redo our, um what is it our uh phil help me out um strategies for security yeah. what am i trying to say strategies for security like you know oh like tighten how they do things well uh so so a lot like they have a lot more safeties on um on on set uh, yeah, safeties. Yeah, it. like safety yeah. procedures. And this and is this was like the big deal. Uh, what was it last year or two years ago when um, when the accident happened with Alec Baldwin? Yeah, uh, right. was because they didn't have the proper safeties and they were like cutting uh, uh, cutting budgets and cutting uh, corners and whatnot. Uh, mm -hmm. So they didn't have the safeties they were supposed to have on set, and that's why the the, the situation with Alec Baldwin happened. Uh, and and that's the whole thing is they kind of renewed like you need to have these safeties on set uh if you're gonna cut budgets that's whatever but do not cut safety uh, budgets for safeties because then yeah, you end right. up having stupid issues like this where improper um improper blanks are put in place or things like that because you got to remember blanks still have plugs inside of them so they can still yep. shoot out you know they just the and whole thing they is, yeah they can the it's, blank it's, part of it can fail yes so that's the whole thing is you know basically what it, what a blank is for those of you who are not familiar with with you know rounds and things like that a mm -hmm. blank is basically the powder card cartridge without the projectile right? right so there's there's a bullet is is a combination of two things there is a powder cartridge that has the powder and, and the brass in it and then there's a projectile on the end of that brass um and what happens is when the tr when when the trigger hits the the primer it ignites the powder and that shoots the projectile out of the end of the end of the round uh blanks are basically the powder cartridge without the round in the in the front of it there's a plastic plug that's supposed to dissolve when you shoot right doesn't always dissolve 
so a lot of times that plastic plug can hit somebody at a high rate and it can you know still accidents can happen usually Mm -hmm. it's not the same as getting hit with an actual bullet so you know you're not gonna there's usually not gonna be penetration it's just gonna hurt a lot Um, but you know there's usually safety in place on that so when you have somebody who is messing around with a live weapon and putting a a live round because they want to shoot the actual round rather than you know messing around what what happened on that on that set Uh, not the crow but on the set with Alec Baldwin was uh, uh, somebody was messing around with the gun actually shooting real rounds and they forgot to switch out to the to, to the blanks you know that the safety's job on set is to make sure something like that doesn't happen right mm-hmm. do not touch the weapons that are meant for for on screen uh, doesn't matter if you want to play with them or anything like that bring your own weapon if that's the case right do not touch weapons that are on set if you are doing that you make sure that the rounds are taken out of the weapon and that the proper rounds are put on there and, yeah. and that they're stored safe, uh, uh, safely right so that's, that's the whole thing is is the safety's job is to make sure stuff like that happens the crow is the reason that they do that because it was essentially the same situation that happened with Brandon Lee and Brandon Lee got you know killed with one of those rounds so yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right I have a everlasting love opsis means merciless emo goth vengeance synopsis okay that's the best one of the night all right or the of, of the day uh everlasting love opsis means merciless emo goth revenge synopsis synopsis Soulmates Eric Draven and Shelley Webster are brutally murdered when the demons of her dark past catch up with them, given the chance to save his true love by sacrificing him himself. Eric sets out to seek merciless revenge on their killers, traversing the world of the living and the dead to put the wrong things right. The characters are based on James Obar's original graphic novel and comic book series. Right. Has anybody read the comic? Ooh. I'm sure you have, right? It's been a minute. It's yeah. been a long minute. But yeah, I mean, I did. I, I read the first series, I want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you mentioning that you had read the graphic novel. So, I mean, like, uh, I've, I've actually never read the graphic novel myself, uh, which I should probably do. But I mean, you know, I've always had good things. It was award winning at that point, too. So, I mean, like, you know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I definitely want to go back. and read it. Yep. So, The Crow is being directed by Rupert Sanders, uh, stars Bill Skarsgård. And the crow will get revenge on June seventh, twenty twenty four. That is so close. Yeah, yeah. That is that is like three months three, away. Yeah, that is nuts that we're gonna get a, a reboot. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm excited for it. I I, I yeah. and we haven't heard that much about it. That's what's yeah. the nuts part of it is. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to see. I'm both excited and not because I don't want it to be something that messes with the legacy of Brand of Brandon Lee and it being his final performance. But at the same time, I do want to see kind of like a new take on it and see if it's something that holds up or if it's just like, what are you doing? And I know Bill Skarsgård can play golf mm-hmm. real, real easy. So that's not going to be an issue. I don't, I don't see that being a problem. This movie is like the whole reason why Hot Topic exists. Right? <laughs> this is what you're not wrong. This is 100% the reason that Hot Topic exists. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's one of the reasons that Hot Topic exists. One of one of the the many many reasons. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? Hot Topic sells that uh, that that makes me very excited all the time though. What's that? They sell merch because just like them, ladies and gentlemen, we got merch, people. We got merch, we got merch people. <laughs> that hat is thirty five dollars. 
That's it. If you can steal another one, we'll sell you that stolen hat for $30 each. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, in the meantime. We will sell you for $40 a uh, James sweat stained hat. Yes. Exactly. Uh, for $40. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's, it's the, you're getting And it's the... 35 if it's signed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, that went down. Uh, they got. <laughs> Uh huh. We also yeah. got shirts. Uh, they got shirts. So can you DM us at Distance Nerding on Instagram? Let us know what size you're looking for, uh, which shirt you want, whether it's the logo shirt or the character shirt. You know, let us know. They're twenty bucks each. Twenty five if we gotta ship it to you. Uh, we'll have those at Gem State Comic Con. Yes. Yes. So we if you want to buy them. one while you're at the con, totally okay. We'll have them there for you. And... I think I'm going to pick up well. the gray one with you guys on it. Oh, I love you. Because I, I like that one. That's really cute. And then we'll yeah. have one of each. Yeah. That we never wear on screen, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I wear a hat. Yeah, he does wear a hat. <laughs> I wear a hat on screen. He does. That's not a lie. There's a thing. Yep. And while you have a chance, I think Lucharillas, there's some changing going on over at the Lucharillas. Um, if you can't get Lucharillas, they do have a limited amount of stock available. Um, let us know if you're interested in the Lucharillas shirt. Um, we may have to hit up our boy like Eric and try to get it for you, but I think things are going away. So get them while you can. Right. Get get, get your Lucharillas. <laughs> Let's talk schedules. And if you want to see, Lucha if you're ready for some Bluey, Lucha. if you're ready for Bluey, tune in Monday <laughs> when Young Phil will be game streaming Bluey. You better game streaming Bluey. I, I, I might, man. So here's here's a little bit of changes, guys. So uh, our our schedule is temporarily changing. Why? Because uh, we we've had some things that have freed us up for the time being. So temporarily, we're gonna take advantage of some time, right? Uh, normally, I do game streams uh, from eight to twelve on Mondays. I'm pretty much going to be doing ga daily game streams at this point. So uh, I'm going to be doing different games and different things like that. Um, tomorrow, uh, I'm probably going to play RoboCop Rogue City. Mm. Uh, and then Thursday... I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy that for a dollar. Uh, Thursday, uh, I might actually play Bluey. You, you, you don't know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, what, I have, what I have been doing... So this, this was an unexpectedly fun thing that we did on Monday. We were going through Game Pass and we saw... Uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge and just oh, yeah. decided on a whim to play that uh, and I beat the game but the, you have to beat it seven times to, to with different characters all the different characters uh, to like unlock everything um, and the game was awesome it's great uh, it, it it's everything that we wanted from the from a game that was an homage to the original with like mm -hmm. all the add-ons that you would ever want from it it's it's an amazing game uh, I had so much fun playing it that I'm like um, I'm gonna play this until we uh, like beat out the entire game with every character because it's definitely worth the play. Uh, oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that. Uh, and then I'm also going to be playing uh, Shadow of Mordor. Uh, nice. As well, well as Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Uh, as well as finishing up Suicide Squad um, Kill the Justice League, which again, so far has been an amazing game. Uh, I am in the process of tracking and hunting down Batman. Uh, I've already killed the Green Lantern. I've already killed the Flash. Uh, Superman actually killed Wonder Woman, so that, that happened. Um, 
yeah. This it, it, this game is brutal. It's obviously uh, they they talk a lot about like multiverse in this, so it's obviously not in the, the mainline universe. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's basically yeah. you know Brainiac um, has taken over Superman, and there's like a very long battle between Superman and Wonder Woman, uh, and Superman basically out of anger takes it to the next level and um, and ends Ooh. up killing Wonder Woman uh, in in a very long battle. Like I said, uh, it was not Wonder Woman fought very valiantly and uh almost won that fight but it was like superman superman with no morals uh, uh eventually ends up winning that fight because of his just raw power um yeah. and and wonder woman when she dies um spoiler alert spoil i mean you i've been playing it on the stream uh <laughs> when she dies um you know they kind of gave her the homage to the fact that she's a demigod because she basically just becomes ash Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. But yeah, yeah. that's also the whole clay thing. Right, so. right. So she yeah. she starts slowly becoming ash, um, and and you know, uh, Harley Quinn, uh, it like basically is like we need to fight in her honor. Well, right. Good. So it's actually it's actually a really good storyline so far. Uh, so you know, again, you don't have to like. I understand. So, that, so yeah, that the patriarchy is gonna kill Wonder Woman before they kill Superman. So <laughs> well, gonna... Superman is also the ultimate villain character in the game. So I mean, like, um, so of as, course. as of right now, uh, I'm hunting down Batman to get a, uh, to find a weakness for Superman, uh, who is played by Kevin Conroy, by the way. Uh, That's awesome. And then. Uh, Superman is the next villain, and then from what I was reading, uh, Brainiac is like the final boss in the game as it is. So uh, I mean, that should be it, right? Cool. So, uh, I'm, but awesome. I'm uh, I'm excited nice. to continue this game on, uh, but just continuing on that. So game streams are going to be uh, pretty much daily. Um, I'll, I'll be playing uh, daily game streams, and then uh, again, another change on the schedule on Tuesdays. The download the show you're watching right now. Uh, we have changed it f- temporarily from 6:30 p.m to 10 a.m. on Tuesdays. Uh, so we're basically testing out the time slot, seeing how well it does during the day. Uh, and and eventually all because they wanted to make sure that I wasn't a vampire and that I would get up when we were in Boise. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's going to be that right there. Thursdays, uh, the build is still going to be at the same time from 6 to 8. Uh, reason being is because uh, Graveyard still you know has a job. So he still works from uh, at the time that he does. So, you know, to co- help accommodate that. Uh, but we may be doing other things during the day. Uh, there's a chance that, you know, uh, I may be reaching out to guests and seeing if they want to do uh, interviews during the day, uh, if it works out better for them. Right. Uh, and then yeah. just doing other things during the build and whatnot. So we'll be we'll be trying out kind of like new platforms, new strategies, new things uh, just to kind of accommodate for guests as well. Just try new things on the channel. Right. Why not? We have the time to do it now. So now's a good time to do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's spring cleaning. We're just spring cleaning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so guys, uh, before we uh, we finish the wrap up and everything on here, let's get some pluggables. Uh, Shadu, where can everybody find you outside of the distance nerding sphere? Uh, hold on. He has a whole thing. You can't just throw it. Yes, out. I have a I have a whole thing. <laughs> I am SSG Studios here on YouTube <laughs> and on Instagram. I do short films, music, world building, and other nerdy stuff. I'm also on Freya's channel. We have a series, we have a little series called Classified, where we take your favorite pop culture characters and place them into their respective D&D classes. We also have a companion series called Journals of Glasses, where we go through each of the D&D classes and their subclasses. <laughs> we have a new episode of Journals of Classes, uh, which will be coming out soon. It will be on, I believe, Rogue. Yeah, so. well, yeah, we did just did yeah. Ranger, so yeah. Rogue. 
I am also in the Distant Storming Sphere, as you can see. I am on the download on Tuesdays, the very show you are watching right now. The build on Thursdays, and I'm on Kyber Cave Productions for the Saturday morning nerd out. And now, the new order. Ooh. Frey, where else can we find you? Uh, well, I'm everywhere you want to be. Um... So you're the army? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, uh, so I'm on distance nerding and, huh? Oh no, you're Visa, sorry. Yeah, Visa. Everywhere you want to be. Everywhere you want to be. Uh, And uh, I don't know why I did that accent with it. Uh, (laughs) Everywhere you want to be. I'm on uh, Kyber Cave uh, for the Nerd Out and New Order. Uh, I'm on my own channel. We have uh, Corgi Shorts, because why not? And (laughs) we are doing journals of the classes, classified. Uh, yeah, and then a couple of shows coming up if I can ever get the motivation to write the scripts. <laughs> so <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's a me, Frey. That's, that's a me, Visa. <laughs> to me, she's the Visa. <laughs> <laughs> and and if you want to find me. I'll be on the ground looking for my glasses because this was an early episode and I still haven't found my glasses. So help me out. His children misplaced them this morning. He just didn't have time to find them. Yeah. They're probably in their lunchbox right That's now. That's probably where they are. <laughs> well, as Needs long more as fiber. Them, we're good. Mm. Jamez is so blind he can't even see what what we're supposed to do next have something you want to discuss because this is from memory tell us what you're nerding out on and make sure to let us know in the Facebook group the Distance Nerdington Post of course ladies and gentlemen if you want to help us and support us in everything that we do and get us to continue doing more and more fun things for you uh, then of course you can head over to distancenerding.com and you can buy us a taco by clicking at that button at the top of the screen right there buy us a taco and be a part of the taco party uh yes ladies and gentlemen the taco party uh be as cool as everybody that supports us and continues to help us uh do more and more for you we can do more shows uh more live events more things like that and we can give away more prizes it's been a while since i've given away a prize i gotta give something away maybe next episode here yeah uh it's stingy it's, you've been stingy uh i mean i've been trying to wait for uh for people to um to subscribe on Twitch, but I, I'm getting antsy and I want to give stuff away because I have things to give away. So I think that's, I just need to give something away next episode. Yeah. I like it. Make so, it happen. Yep. So this time next week, if you're listening to the show uh, and you can, and you can watch live, Hey, watch live. Uh, and, and we, if, as long as you're in the chat, we'll be giving stuff away. So let's, uh, and it's usually Lego and Funko and stuff like that. So, um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, threads, YouTube, discord, MySpace, Vine, Geo. Cities, Friendster, Second Life, AIM, Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, OnlyFans. It's only pictures of Aaron Watson's feet and mandals and the beard. Uh, and uh, to be seen soon, uh, just solo pictures of Aaron, uh, of uh, Aaron Watson. But only solo pictures of uh, James's glasses sitting on a table. <laughs> Which table? There's so many tables. Where where in the world are Jamez's glasses? Uh, to make it even sexier, it's on multiple tables. Oh, yeah. Is it in time. a taco? Maybe it's in a taco maybe, that's on a table. Maybe it's, it's on a, a table with tacos. Tacos. Oh yeah. Or it's on a table made out of tacos. Table made oh. out of tacos is delicious too. John what are we glasses. getting for lunch? That is poor. No, right? right there. We're getting tacos. I thought you were doing that. 
so ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is it from us. Uh, of course, if you want to break up with your uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, pet, schoolyard, bully, annoying neighbor, or just tell us how much you enjoy us, hate us, or wish the internet would consume us and spit us out at the feet of the crow, <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> send us an email at dist. I seriously don't know where my glasses are. And how am I going to drive to get a taco if I don't have my glasses? <laughs> or your children. DoorDash. The funny thing is, though, as I can see the screens, right? These are screens? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Here we go. There's a Taco Bell right next to your house. Just DoorDash tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Will do. Or just walk over. You can walk. Well, he's not that close to it. You want me to walk and I can't see? <laughs> To be fair, I do the same thing when I go to the gym and it's two miles away. <laughs> I need an Apple tag or something like like a lost child in Disneyland. That's that's, that's how you find Jamez is put an Apple tag on him. I'm looking for oh. my children. Oh. <laughs> By children, I mean the four foot five, you know, Jamez 5,000. Four foot five. <laughs> You lost your children? No, no, no. no, no. I've lost. I'm you lost your children? Six. No. I, you lost your children? Yes. His name is Jamez. I am five foot six. I am a very, very tall hobbit. And it's super very hairy. Yeah. yeah. It's nerding at AOL.com and we will read it on the show. Yes, that was a very long, long, long. <laughs> joke run on that uh so ladies and gentlemen that is it from us this week it is now time for the dance party let's have some fun uh we're i guess more fun than we normally do let's get this going thanks and And keep keep finding my glasses nerding together nerd and also nerding (laughs) together This was a production of the Distance Nerding Podcast and Time for Tacos Media. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and keep nerding together.